0: And it came to pass. Sisters and brothers, I want to encourage you. I'm leaning on the word of God. Where are you? I'm calling you to lean on the word of God. I am trusting the word of God. I invite you to trust the word of God. I am depending on the word of God. And I'm calling you to depend on the way. God is dependable, sisters and brothers. The God we have is dependable. God It's the God who never left the Israelites in, in slavery. He's the God who not leave you in that situation. Trust him tonight. That when the Israelites cried to him, he heard their voices. He heard their cries. When sin had overshadowed the world, God saw that. When evil had taken a portion, God saw that. And he said, no, I cannot just sit home. God walked down. That is the incarnation. God became fresh. God became the sin. God became the curse. Because curse is he who is hanged on the tree. He said, I'll go for it. it." God became the pain. We are supposed to bear that pain of the nails. Praise God. He was crucified for you, for me. In my place, he took that place of crucifixion. I want us to come to the power of, 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 of crucifixion tonight. I want us to talk about the power of the death of Jesus. The significance of the death of Jesus. Praise God. By one man's sin, we all sinned. And by one man's blood, we are all delivered. By one man's sin, we all sinned. And by one man's death, we are all made alive. Life it, we are alive and alive in time. Not just alive today. Or tomorrow but everlasting life that is the power the significance of the death of Jesus that by one man's death we are all made alive yeah because Adam sinned and we're all named sinners and what did God say he said if one man can make every man a sinner how about if one man chooses to, to live right if one man chooses to pay a sacrifice, what happens? The, the, the equation is equal. I mean, it it, it 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 makes it complete. So God took uh, took on the image, the the picture, the presentation of man, and he came down. He dressed like a man, but he wasn't a man. He accepted the, the, the pain he accepted the, the 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 wages of sin in Romans 6 23 the wages of sin is death God cannot go against his word he had announced it that sin causes death so he had to die hallelujah the significance of death of the death of Jesus is that we we, we, we sin died sin died it's, there is no sin to, to them that are in Christ Jesus. We are made right. We are in right standing with God. There is no accusation. There is nothing labeled on your name. Hallelujah. When God looks at your name, who you who is in Christ Jesus, he sees a man that is free of sin, free of evil. Evil has no power anymore. His grip, the grip of sin has left. Hallelujah. The grip of sin that was holding my hand has left because thy God Jesus has overcame sin. He walked a sinless life that we, we can imitate him today. Hallelujah. Because of his death, we can say no to fornication. We can say no to pornography. We can say no to homosexuality. We can say not to all these evil desires. We, can, we, we, have, we have the ability today. We never had that ability. Actually, Paul said that oh, I, I, I want to do good, but I do bad. The things I want to do right, I end up doing wrong. Why? Because of the sinful flesh. So Jesus puts on our flesh to empower us, to inspire us. To give us victory in his flesh when we come into his spirit. We have victory over every evil. We have victory over every every lustful desire. Today when lust comes in my spirit, I can feel it. Amen. I can discern that this is the, the flesh speaking. And I'm not just a flesh. I'm not just carnal. I have a spirit that lives in me. Amen. I have a spirit of God. I am a, I'm a child of God and god is righteous i cannot do wrong you know that is how big the death of jesus that is the significance that in him we have the ability we have the power we have the mind to say no to evil the mind we never had before the mind we couldn't pick from anywhere because we we, you cannot learn not to sin people have learned and they continue to sin people have had phd but they haven't had a, a, the ability to say no to sin. But if, when we be, when we believe Jesus, we can testify today that I was once a, a sorcerer, I was once a, a fornicator, I was once a, a, an adulterous woman, like the, the woman in in in, in, uh, in Luke, I uh, know, in, in the book of John, chapter four. This, the Samaritan woman, she had five husbands. And she walked away. Confessing, telling the world that come and see the man who knew my life, who knew my past without me telling him. The man has come to my place. This is a man who walks into our houses. This is a man who finds us in all places of work and takes away and takes us away from that action of, of evil. That is what happened to the Samaritan woman. The the woman who was just, that time she was, I I think, carrying water to go and do her business of prostitution. Because carrying five men is is, is not normal. And Jesus told her the whole story. And then she walked away free. Knowing that someone knows the burden. She was a slave to that. And Jesus comes to tell her you are free. Even the man you are saying that you have right now is not yours. So have the man Jesus. And the woman walked out with Jesus. And her story changed. Hallelujah. Your story is changing because of Jesus. My story has changed because I found Jesus. Just like that Samaritan woman. He found Paul. On the road to Damascus. Smelling blood, ready to murder, ready to kill. He says, Jesus, why, why do you persecute? Jesus says, why do you, Paul, persecute him? Why do you persecute me? Mm-hmm. We were once persecuting God, he, Jesus. When you persecute someone, you're persecuting Jesus. But God, Jesus did not condemn Paul, he did not condemn Saul. He came to change him he came to put his road right we we are not destined to kill we are not destined to fornicate we are not destined to steal we are destined to represent god but this world can give you a different destiny i am here to tell you that jesus can restore your destiny by his death our destinies have been restored that is the point i want to make By the death of Jesus, our destinies have been restored. You see, Paul, walking to to murder. We are not destined to murder. We are are destined to to missions. To minister, not to murder. Hallelujah. The death of Jesus has given me restoration. The death of Jesus has restored many destinies. The death of Jesus is restoring your destiny today. His his death is restoring your destiny today. You only need to believe. You only need to come to believe that I'm not going back the same way I came if Jesus is here. You only need to believe. You You only need to believe. Let me tell you another story in the Bible. The woman who had an issue of blood for 12 years, she only woke up to believe. That morning she said, if I can only touch the hem of his garment, if I can only touch Jesus, if my hand can stretch, the Bible says instantly, The, the instantly the blood ceases. Where are you? What is your situation this morning? What is your struggle this morning? Just lift your faith the woman with an issue of blood i feel someone needs to lift his faith right now someone needs to lift your faith right now like how that woman with an issue of blood she said god the culture dictates (laughs) the rituals in this place dictates but lord if i can only have an opportunity if i can only attend your presence lord if i can only grab your presence lord if i can only stretch my faith today my god I want to be delivered, Jesus. I want my freedom, Jesus. I want my financial freedom, Jesus. I want my emotional freedom, Jesus. Ah, Boroboshi, cry to jesus this woman walked crying this woman said god i want this to cease i want this bleeding to end i want i i I want an answer today yes disconnect yourself something has to end today jesus went to the cross to end some situations in our lives his death was to demonstrate the power of god his death has come to demonstrate the power of God. It is the gospel we have. It is the good news. His death has become good news. The significance of the death of Jesus is the good news. I want to give you another story of Jesus' death. He came to Lazarus. He came to the, to the, to the house of Mary and Martha. And tell them that your brother is sleeping. Your brother is going to glorify the name of God. This is for the glory of God. I've come to tell you, my sisters and brothers, that your situation is for the glory of God. Your situation is for the glory of God. Don't cast God, start praising God. That your situation is for the glory of God. God is not silent. God is not silent. Because his death is the good news. He's resurrecting you. If you are just in that mess like Lazarus. Lazarus was smelling after four days of death. Someone is smelling. A lot has died in your life. A lot has died in your destiny a lot has died many things look like dead many opportunities many plans are dead right now but i'm saying that kind of situation is for the glory of god because the death of jesus brought the glory of god down because jesus comes to mary and martha very disappointed very hopeless They had lost hope. And he tells them, hey, this is what I have for you. Lazarus, rise up. Come out. We are going to lift our our, our voices to thank God, to be grateful. Because when Jesus came to the tomb of Lazarus, he did one thing. He lifted his hands and said, Father, I thank you. I'm very grateful that I'm standing here, that you're using me. And the Bible says, after he gave thanks, he spoke to, the, to, to Lazarus, who was dead, smelling. He said, Lazarus, come out. You're just going to lift your hands and be grateful. You're only going to lift your hands and say, this is Jehovah Jaila. This place, I am grateful. You're only going to lift your hands and say, God, where I'm standing, I am grateful. You're going to lift your voice and speak. Confess by your lips. We believe by our hearts and confess by our lips. You're going to stand today and say, God, I am grateful because this is for your glory. God, I'm grateful where I'm standing. I am grateful where I'm sleeping. I am grateful, God, where I'm standing right now. That is what Jesus did at the tomb of Lazarus. He lifted his hands and said, God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Where I'm standing is for your glory. Jehovah Jayla is the place. Jehovah Jayla. Jehovah Jayla. Up to today, that place is Jehovah Jayla. Ribobo Samakete Bossiaraba. It's an hour of you saying, God, I am grateful. Ribobabo siarababa so body maraba se kedibobo siarababa. Lord, where we are standing, we are grateful. Because it is for your glory, Jehovah. It is for your glory, Yahweh. Our lives glorify your name. Our destinies glorify your name. Our hands glorify your name. Our accounts glorify your name. Our marriages glorify your name. Our families glorify your name. We are here to say Jehovah, Jailah. We are here to say we are grateful Yahweh. We are here to say thank you, Jesus because of what you did on the cross we are saying we are grateful lord because of what you did because of what you're doing right now we are grateful yahweh we are grateful for the power that you demonstrated on the cross for the things you did on the cross lord the veil was torn. Now we have access, Lord. We have access. We are grateful, God. Access to Your throne. Access to Your to your, your kingdom. Access to Your prosperity. Access to Your heaven, Lord. we reign with Jesus. We are seated high in heavenly places. We are lifted and glorified by Your presence, Lord. Just tell God that I am grateful. Tell God that I'm grateful that way I'm standing glorifies your name. This is for your glory. This is for your glory, Jesus. This is for your glory, Yahweh. This is for your glory, King of Kings. I feel there is enough power to deliver you. I feel there is enough power to set you free. I feel there is enough power to open that door for you. There is enough power to give you a testimony. Only in his presence, Lord. In your presence we dwell. There is a secret in accessing the presence of God. There is a secret in accessing the presence of God. We are healed. We are delivered. We have been redeemed. We have been reconciled. I see the many families that are reconciled. There is a family that had no no connection. We are once reconciled back to the Father. In this very hour, I feel there is reconciliation happening right now. Marriages that were broken. Relationships that were broken. I feel God is reconciling spirits right now. He's reconciling hearts, Lord. That is what I see call that reconciliation call the power of reconciliation at the cross at the cross he reconciled mankind at the cross we are reconciled pray there is a relationship that is calling for reconciliation the significance of the death of Jesus is was for reconciling us, man to man, and man to God. Just lift your voice, lift your hands, and believe God in the next one minute that something is being restored, you're resettled, you're restored, you're renewed, your strength, your strength. Someone has been weak. Hard to. It has been even hard for you to wake up and pray. Re, I, I, I feel God is rest strengthening you, renewing your strength, repositioning you, repositioning you, repositioning you. Repositioning you. Re, take your position because God is repositioning you. Make a step, walk around, walk around, walk around. I see chains are broken, chains are broken. And the cross chains were broken. Every limitation, every limitation. Declare your freedom, declare your freedom. He said, whoever the Son of God says free is free indeed. His death has freed mankind from the curse on this land. Access your blessing. Thank you, Jesus. Announce your freedom. Thank you, Father. Declare your freedom. Child of God, declare your freedom. Child of God, declare your freedom. They shall live by their testimonies. We have victory by our testimony. Declare, I am free. I have my freedom. I am no longer slave. Yes, Lord. Oh, my we are grateful lord thank you lord hallelujah we're going to have uh, some readings turn to your bible i'm going to emphasize the power of reconciliation as the significance of the death of jesus on the cross Uh, We are going to read Second Corinthians chapter five, verse seventeen to twenty-one. Five to twenty-one. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse seventeen to twenty-one. I welcome you, all, of, um, all our viewers, all our congregation. We are looking at the power of the uh, of the death of Jesus, the significance of the death of Jesus on the cross, the significance of Jesus' crucifixion, and I'm looking at reconciliation, man to man and man to God. Second uh, Corinthians chapter five, verse seventeen.
1: Hallelujah! Praise God! Praise Him. 2nd Corinthians chapter 5 from verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now, all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation, that is, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to Amen. them, and has Amen. committed to us the word of Amen.
0: reconciliation. Amen. Hallelujah! Amen. That is the good news. That is the significance. Amen. That when Jesus died, the death that we are all to die, he, he brought us back. He reconciled man to God. We we, we not just leaving us hanging, but we have been. We have been made ministers, agents, ambassadors. We have been given a ministry. Some of you had a question. People have been asking you, who made you this? Who made you a minister? Who made you a minister? Don't you have an answer today? We are to reconcile the world. Whether the world wants to hear that or not, we are moving people into the kingdom tomorrow when you walk out of this service you have enough power you have been empowered to tell someone to come to the kingdom of God no one is going to say no because it is a ministry and then the other thing that he has brought you to himself praise God he has brought you to himself you're his his daughter no matter your age even at 60 years if you only believe you, you, you are, you are his, his son, his daughter. Amen. Amen. I it, I it. I have so it is so serious. It's so important that we understand that the death of Jesus had, did a lot. Amen. Amen. We, are, we don't belong to the world. We don't belong to that, that miser, miserable place. We have been lifted to a glorious place. We have offices, sisters and brothers. Some of you are crying. Am I employed? Where am I going to be employed? God has already employed in His ministry, in His office. Amen. Amen. It's a privilege we received. We, we 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 received our privileges back. The privileges that were denied, you know, in the fall of man Genesis three, you know, many curses were pronounced. Many pains. There was a a wall that was built between man and God. By the death of Jesus, the wall was teared down. The, The relationship that was broken. You may not understand reconciliation, but reconciliation means there was no communication. There was no interaction. It is to whom it may concern. And then God says, I want you back. I call you back. I take you as my child i take you as a friend i don't call you a slave that is the victory we received. that is the significance of the death of jesus on the cross he's calling us back it has opened the door for us to reconcile with our father you know we are now father by then we are fatherless before the death of jesus we are fatherless we are not god's people when he died we became his own we were brought back The love suffering, the love sacrifice was paid to bring us back into relationship with God. Reconciliation means we are coming back. We've been pardoned. Hallelujah. Before the death of Jesus, people would cry and say, hey, 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 but no one would hear. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hebrews 10 verse 10 and 18. As I conclude, The book of Hebrews, chapter 10. Hebrews 10.
1: 10, 10. It's it's written, Mm. by that we will have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Christ Mm. once and for all. Mm. And every priest stands and ministering, ministering daily and offering repeatedly the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God, from that time waiting till his enemies amid made his full (laughs) stool.
0: Praise God. Amen. One man took out the pain of buying cows and goats and lambs. Remember in the Old Testament, people had to buy all things to slaughter. A lot to slaughter for sin. You abuse your sister, you go and get a cow. <laughs> you say bad words, you can't look for the goat. Praise God. There was a lot of sacrifice. There was a lot of bloodshed. But it wasn't enough. It wasn't hoping. People constantly sinned. Actually, they sinned even more. And even they sinned and they had nothing to pay. And then God comes back with a plan to say, "How, how can I now? They don't even have goats to slaughter. They don't even have any more lambs to slaughter. I mean, to slaughter. You remember when, 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 in, when you, you would sin in the Old Testament, you would have to to bring blood. Mm. Yeah. So God comes with with a, well, an opportunity. Amen. God comes with a sacrifice, Amen. a perfect complete, sacrifice, complete. blameless." Yes. And he said at this sacrifice, no more bloodshed, no more cows and goats, no more lambs. Now even the poor, today even the poor, have access. That time the poor couldn't have access. Not only that, you are now ministers. You are now priests who are blameless. Praise God. You've accessed the promised land. You know why Moses did not come into the promised land? They had no sacrifice to to, to tear down the wall. We We have accessed through Christ. We have accessed the privileges. We have accessed the places we wouldn't have accessed, sisters and brothers. Because they are priceless today, they don't have a price to pay. The places where, where I'm standing, if I was asked to pay, they would ask you for all those clergy, clerical, clerical, some, whatever, papers. But because Jesus did it, I can stand freely. God has represented me. God has given me a platform. Has, you, I mean, a lot has been done because of Jesus in our lives some of these things are so spiritual that you can't see them with your naked eyes you can't see them with your naked eyes some of the things that were happening and others were bringing humiliation he took the shame he took the, the shame he took the humiliation that we can walk with no shame the grab of sin now has no, has no place, has nowhere to, to touch. Our weaknesses were taken on that day by that sacrifice. All our weaknesses. So, as I wind up, if you're there and you're watching and you haven't accepted Jesus, I just want to encourage you to stand up right now and confess Jesus. And choose to believe Jesus. Hallelujah. To let him come to you. To be your Lord and personal Savior. To make him your friend today. It's it's on an act of believing. And if you've been walking with Jesus. And you feel somewhere, somehow you stumbled. Somewhere, somehow you backslid. It is a moment for you to reconcile. It's a moment for you to say, God, I'm coming back. He says, when you come back to me, I'll come back to you. Father, I want to pray for someone standing to confess your name the name of your son, Jesus, because you said in your word that whoever will confess the name of Jesus shall be saved. That as we confess your name this morning, as your daughters and sons come to confess the name of your son, Jesus, they are set free, they are delivered, they are saved, they are redeemed. Father, I pray that God, in this hour, you bring salvation to the lines that have not received salvation. You bring salvation to our families family members that are still far away from you that your hand will stretch to bring them closer because that is the reason why you died on the cross Lord, so that people were struggling, God. I pray, God, you reach out to Ukraine. You reach out to Africa. You reach out to Asia. You reach out to Saudi Arabia, Lord. Your hand is not limited. Your hand is not, it's not limited to, to situations. It's not limited to religion. It's not limited to circumstances, Lord. Let your hand stretch to heal. Let your hand stretch to deliver. Let your hand stretch to redeem. Let your hand stretch to save. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah.